Hi, Dave. Hi, Eric. Hey, Dave. Do we curse on this podcast? Yes, Eric. Yes, we do. Hi, everyone. It's Eric and Dave, your friends at the Adventures in Collecting podcast. We hope that you're staying safe and healthy throughout this incredibly unprecedented time and current health crisis we're going through. Everyone, including young adults, is at risk for coronavirus. And the best way to protect yourself is to stay at home and practice safe social distancing. Staying at home helps lower the risk for everyone, including your family members and those most at risk. Yeah, just avoid eating or drinking at bars, restaurants, and food courts. Use drive through or delivery options, and stay at home if you're not feeling well. If you have any symptoms of fever, dry cough, or shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. Most of all, just take care of yourself and your family, and enjoy this episode of the podcast. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome, Welcome to, to Adventures, Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls. Along with our journeys as collectors. And we're back! Welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. I'm Eric. Hi, I'm Dave. And uh, and we're doing it again. We're back, just the two of us. Uh, back back to the the standard skeleton crew. Um, social distance podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, big big shouts to uh, to again to Toyshiz for being on our last episode. It was so great to have him on. Yes, um, and happy birthday. You. Yes, that's right. Today is his birthday. Uh, Friday, April tenth. So um, we spoke to him a little bit uh, this evening and, and made sure that he's having as good a birthday as you could have being locked in your house. So <laughs> I mean, I did. So this is true. This is no, true. We didn't talk about that. We, uh... Well, I mean, it was kind of a, a kind of a downer, right? Because we were supposed to have our live show on your birthday. And I'm I, like I mentioned to you before we started rolling tape, I'm, I'm currently staring at your birthday gift and I can't, I can't <laughs> wait to give it to you. I can't wait to receive it. That means, you know, we could see people again. Yeah. Seeing people is nice. My, yeah. um, my in-laws stopped by and I'm, I'm doing very, very deliberate air quotes. Um, they stopped by this afternoon to drop off my daughter's Easter gifts. And it was the saddest thing ever. Cause like they had their masks on, they had their gloves on and they dropped the Easter gifts on the porch and we talked to them through the door. It was very sad. So yeah. I, I cannot wait to, to move past this. But like you heard up front, um, in the little PSA that we recorded, please continue practicing social distancing and yeah, stay you know, home, stay home, collect at home, rummage in your basements, support local businesses, and order from them, order from online. You know there are ways to continue this. You know our our, our hobby and our habits going. Just you know practice that safe social distancing. It's it's gonna help save a lot of people. Yeah, I've only been outside to take the garbage in and out and to do like push ups, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, driveway uh driveway hit classes, or in my case, patio hit classes, but Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um but uh I'm I'm uh I'm excited to be back and recording another episode and, and without further ado, let's talk about what's gonna be on today's episode. On today's episode. 
we are going to do our normal news and hauls and uh the uh, to to really there's really no other way to put it dave but it was the fucking weirdest wrestlemania that we've ever seen it was strange um and i mean it's a it's it's clearly a product of our current situation and there are some really cool things that happened at it so i figured you know yeah it'll be one we'll uh, look back on and say it's definitely like a product of the time yeah so there are a lot of really cool things that happened at wrestlemania that have potential toy implications so we're not gonna go super deep dive into it like our normal topics but we are going to talk about some of our favorite moments from it and things that uh that maybe we'd love to see as toys so um do you want to start with with the news dave or would you like me to um i guess you know with the uh, like a uh, a good segue off of WrestleMania back onto WrestleMania. Um they did a lot of uh, announcings and by they I mean uh, they did a lot of announcings. Um they did a lot of announcements they being Mattel. Um a lot of the new slate of figures for the next good chunk of time uh got announced and shown um sure you saw on our instagram and all over the internet they had an announcement with uh zach Ryder and kurt hawkins on the uh, wwe youtube page where they showed a lot of this stuff but there was actually a lot that was not shown on that that got shown afterwards too um the second series of decade of domination um another series of legends um, the next couple elite series, the new ultimate series, some basics. Um, there's a lot out there. I, I could I'd be running down names for 25 minutes, um, but there's there's a lot of cool stuff. The I think the best ones are going to be those ultimate rock and Charlotte that got announced as the next uh, ultimate series. So series six. And um, the ultimate Hollywood Hulk Hogan, too. Yeah, that got announced as well. Um, and I. I really do think the Edgehead three pack is is really cool um, where it's edge, but it comes with a Hawkins and Ryder um, separate head. So if you want to display all three, you will need all three, which is a brilliant marketing move. Or you will need to buy it three times, which is a brilliant marketing move. Um, that's a ringside collectibles exclusive so that'll be fun you know what was really cool about the, that announcement so like the figure itself is awesome and like you know it, it's it's such a you know it, it is an iconic moment and it's you know uh zach and zach Ryder and kurt hawkins and you know they've they've been so great for the collected community and for you know for the action figure and wrestling figure world um to see them, you know, get that moment made in in plastic is really cool. But what was even cooler was to watch that um, that live stream as they were seeing it for the first time, and like they were kind of freaking out over it. Um, it's it's one of those moments where it's kind of like a peek behind the curtain that I, I really appreciated as as kind of like a. I, I mean, I watch wrestling, but like as a bystander, more more so. Um, it was really neat to see their reactions to, to them getting those figures and those likenesses. So very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It's a cool moment. And, uh, I know it's something they've been pitching for a while on their show. So on the major wrestling figure podcast. So yeah. 
Yeah, it was that that was that was very cool. And they continued to do, you know, as they extended to WrestleMania to two days this year, which we'll get into later. Um, they continued to do those those announcements throughout kind of like the lead up to it, um, straight through to Sunday. So yeah, like yeah, you said, it was like that was probably all the stuff that was gonna be at access. You know, I think they might have me, to be completely honest. I I, I have not bought a wrestling figure since those Jack's figures were purchased for me as a kid, like full disclosure. I'm almost positive. I'm going to be on the hook for that ultimate rock. It's a, it's a great figure. That last rock that came out, the Walmart exclusive was really good. So it was the Royal rumble one, but this is the best one. Yeah. Like it's just it, the faces, the hands, the, um, the, the, the shirt that he comes with, the soft goods shirt that he comes with. It's just, it, it kind of is like a perfect, figure like i'm definitely gonna have him do the mic pose where he's like head tilted up with the mic like 100 percent. yep yep that's exactly what i was thinking how i would display him and that one since he doesn't really fit into my my home office display with like the the marvel and the the neca um and mcfarland stuff that will definitely be my desk at work and you know he'll just be screaming which when isn't the rock screaming right oh when he's not screaming, I guess, is when he's not screaming. Yeah. Um, so uh, along with with some other non-wrestling related news, um, b- between the last episode and this episode, we had um, Star hashtag Star Wars Fan Celebration Day, which as a Star Wars fan, I didn't know it was a thing. But um, I was happy to, to see it because uh, Hasbro, through Hasbro Pulse, um, who has been extremely busy, by the way, um yeah with their their giveaways and including they gave away the sail barge which is unbelievable um they partnered up with some of the more um prominent star wars fan sites and they did some reveals so there's more coming to the carbonized collection which has been insanely popular if um if if you haven't noticed them already out there but there was um you know that that carbonized mandalorian is is you know pretty much worth its weight in gold um, quite literally that thing is impossible to find and the aftermarket value on it is is crazy personally i only ever saw one and it was on force friday and i picked it up for for a friend of the pod um dave p from from the calling all creeps podcast um gorgeous looking figure they have the the new ones much like the the first wave of them uh it's, it's boba fett um, and a stormtrooper, and they uh, they have that kind of metallic paint job to them. Not necessarily something that is film accurate, which is usually what collectors look for in these figures. Uh, it's something that is purely aesthetic, and it is gorgeous. The paint apps on them are incredible. Um, that Boba Fett one in the shiny green box is, I, I have to imagine, is going to be impossible to find if if not um, if not next to impossible to find. Along with that, we got some new vintage collection announcements, so we're finally getting um, Commander Wolf from the uh, the Attack of the Clones era, um, and we're getting a, a super articulated vintage collection uh, K2SO, which I am super excited for. Um, that is my favorite droid. Uh, I love Alan Tudyk. I love K2SO, and I have the three and three quarters um, standard articulation K2SO, which is which is actually one of my favorite standard articulation figures from the Star Wars line. 
Uh, but I'm super excited to to have him be able to bend at the elbows and knees and really hold a blaster. And yeah, very, very excited to have that figure. Um, the other big piece of news, of course, uh, Dave, which we've been talking about nonstop. And as of this, this time, I just kind of checked before we started recording. They have cracked the uh, the the one million dollar mark. The the McFarlane Spawn Kickstarter, right? Yeah, like literally as we speak, it's at one million um, forty six thousand seven hundred and seventeen dollars. And and remind me, Dave, we're what we're three days into the Kickstarter. Yeah. And the the original goal, the the goal in order to fund the project, um, was a hundred thousand dollars. And if, if you live in the United States, the minimum buy-in um, for a figure in 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 this project was is fifty seven dollars shipped. Um, if you live in the the contiguous uh, United States, um, and there are many options, you know, you can have the classic Spawn model. After th- this is the same Spawn figure, by the way, that we saw at Toy Fair, right? This is the the one that we saw the model of. It sure does look like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we when we talked to Todd about this on um, on our Toy Fair episode, he was very enthusiastic about this program and you know being able to do really what he wants to do without kind of the retailer input. Um, you know, McFarland for a long time has been the, the toy company that does produce the like the weird off um, one off type products. You know, he even mentioned in the interview like. He wanted to make a Jimi Hendrix figure, so he did. And it wasn't really necessarily part of a, a wave. It was just one figure that came out. And with toy retailers being kind of, you know, scarce at, at this point, you know, they're, they're, the way that you get toys at a retail space are either in a GameStop and a Walmart and a Target, something like that, you know, with especially in the United States, a little bit different in, in Canada and some other parts of the world. But... um you know, the, the, this Spawn figure is modeled after the original from 1994? 94 or 95? Something, some, somewhere um, around there. It's one of those years, right? Yeah, something in that ballpark. Yeah. So the, the, the base model of the figure is, is modeled after that original um, Spawn. So, you know, the, the giant red cape, the, you know, the sharp, crisp, black, white, and red coloration... Um, it's going to come with a comic book like the original Spawn figure did, uh, along with some new artwork and, you know, just like anything else on Kickstarter, you know, you can go up and up tiers. What's the, what's the next, next up tier from the, the base one? Um, it's like a new, um, modern Spawn is what it's called in 1994 seems is, yeah, 1994 was the year. Yeah. And the, the, you know, then there's the modern Spawn and there's, there's a couple other ones, right? There's also like it. It's almost like it's like uh, got an unpainted prototype look. It's called black and white, um, which looks really cool. And then the big one is you can get all three of the figures. Um, yes, which is the the classic spawn, the modern spawn. And I think he's calling the modern spawn look like a baseball stitch head. It's like an unmasked head, but like it has like a a very uh, distinct like crack down the, the center of it, and it looks like it's stitched together. And then, like you mentioned, the, the black and white one. Um, they've already hit a million dollars, which, um, you know, I was a little shocked by. You had a little bit of a different take on it. Uh, 
I was not shocked whatsoever. Um, I'm just trying to see what all of the the backings were, but I think I want to say it's like it's very reasonable to get all three. Um, I think it's right isn't it like 160 bucks? Yeah, I think it is. Um, what's neat is is like so. Um, the classic spawn and the the modern spawn, which is what they're calling that second one, they're the same price. So it's just a difference. the The body is 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 almost the identical. Price. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you get the three, you get um two extra heads. So you get five total heads. Um, yeah, you get like a screaming head, and you get an Al Simmons head, which is which is really cool. Um. With the the stretch goal that they that they just announced as they cross the million dollar mark, um, everyone's getting an extra set of hands, and um, and and yeah, and the people who ordered the three are getting um, are getting two uh, or five total heads as opposed to the original um, three that were promised. So yeah, um, it's such a cool project. You know, we saw the prototype at Toy Fair. It's a gorgeous looking model. Um, it will be fully articulated. They have if you if you head on over to their Kickstarter, we'll we'll put a link to it in in our show notes. But um, if you head over to their Kickstarter, they actually have this really cool um video that shows you kind of like the model blown out with all of the you know where the joints and the articulation will be. So very cool. We're we're very much so looking forward to that figure. We we both have backed it. So thank thank you thank you Todd and Co for for delivering on this um the kickstarter ends in may so it's a it's a it's a month long um it ends the first week of may or second week yeah and like you were saying i was not shocked that not only did it you know get funded within minutes but that it like has cruised past it i i was not shocked whatsoever you know i i wasn't shocked when it hit 100k in i think i think uh i think it was like under 15 minutes that didn't surprise me um because i know that there is a fervor for this for this character for this figure i mean the comics are still a lot of fun um i did not expect it to cross the million dollar mark in three days i figured that would have been like you know a week or two in so now i you know i have I have no um I have no read on it at this point. I have no no idea how high it's going to go. I uh, part of me is thinking that everybody who really really wanted one is probably has probably already done that. Has probably already um you know committed to it. So I I think yeah. you're going to see that number slow down quite significantly. But I think you depending on what stretch goals happen, you might see more happen. The the thing that I'm really hopeful for, and the, and the price point is really reasonable, con- considering what you get, the box that you're getting, like the, the everything that you're getting with it, like the entire package, fifty seven dollars is really not bad. I mean, people pay more than the, more than that for an SH figure. Ships, figure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really not bad. What this makes me hopeful for, and the success is like, you know, are they going to do like clown or violator next? You know, like I would love to see something like that because, you know, at this point now you have an updated version of Spawn that's in their their signature modern seven inch scale with the full articulation. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, really, right now the the quintessential clown figure that you can get is 
I mean, it's got to be like 15 years old, that that clown four figure from like, I think it's like series 19 or something like that um, is a great figure scales well with the modern stuff, you know, because it was it was in, still in that seven inch scale. But, you know, it barely articulates. And now, like, you know, that like the keys to the kingdom really are, you know, does the figure articulate? Well, I mean, look at the cape, too. Like you didn't get a cape of that magnitude originally. I mean, the, the cape for that original figure was huge, but it didn't have, um, so I, I still have my original spawn figure, what's left of it. It's it's almost entirely bare. It's missing paint in most places. I, I posted a picture of it um, the other day. But um, the, the problem with that original cape was it didn't have articulation. It just kind of had these points of the plastic that allowed it to bend. So that way, when it was in that original clamshell that it was in, the cape could bend around Spawn and kind of like envelop him, but it was very hard plastic. So the problem was the the more you played with it and the more you bent it, and I remember this happening to mine, the like left and right like little flanks of his cape from bending back and forth over and over again, that middle piece of plastic eventually just wore out and they fell off. Like they literally just kind of like I, I don't know how to describe it. Like if you have like a really thin wire and you want to and you don't have something to cut it, you could just kind of bend it back and forth a bunch of times really fast, and eventually it, it, it snaps in half. Um very much so like that. But you know, it was kind of a product of the time. You know, nobody was really making toys like that. You know, like Spawn, like the the violator clown figure. So a true update with it, with actual an actual cape that kind of is I, I really I can't wait to get this figure on hand. I've n I have i do not think I've ever been this excited for a specific figure, to be perfectly honest with you. And that's fully being aware that I have the, the Mortal Kombat 11 spawn that's due to be delivered later this month. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it's definitely very exciting. And it's something where I had, um, you know, no problem kind of jumping on it and getting involved right away. Yeah, this was it was a no brainer. It was an it was an easy it was a layup. Like there was no reason not to get this if you're not a if you're a fan of Spawn, even if you're not a fan of Spawn. Um just based off of kind of you know, the look of the figure. And you know, it's one of those things too where like I remember so in 1995 I was definitely too young to be reading, like really reading what was going on in the Spawn comics and, you know, kind of following the, I mean, cause it's a, it's a, it's a violent, very visceral comic. My in to Spawn was the figures because they were fun looking and they were mm -hmm. crazy designs. And, you know, you had a clown that turned into like a weird demon monster. So like, it, you know, my, my into the brand was was the figures and you know I, i'm hoping that you know granted this is very much so geared towards collectors and towards you know people of our generations but you know i have to imagine that people are going to see this character you know play as him in mortal kombat 11 you know and and see the mortal kombat 11 figure and see this figure and you know maybe this will be a, a a resurgence of the character maybe this will help him you know get the movie off the ground we'll we'll see what happens right yeah um so yeah so news otherwise has been kind of you know here and there uh you know nothing nothing too crazy um outside of outside of the, the big wrestlemania announcements and you know the the kicks the spawn kickstarter kind of setting the internet on fire um dave what have, what have you picked up lately 
Um, I've picked up nothing that I've received yet. Um, <laughs> what have you preemptively um, pick, picked up? <laughs> well, I, I know last time um, prior to um, the last show, I did get the um, the ringside exclusive um, three ringside exclusives from ringside. There were older ones. Um, there was Wolfpack, Macho Man, Randy Savage, um, Wolfpack Sting and Shane McMahon from the King of the Ring where Kurt Angle threw him through a bunch of glass. Um, those were just figures I was getting kind of, you know, FOMO about. And I was just like, I got to get these before I can't. And how do you feel now that you have them? Um, good. <laughs> I don't have to, you know, once ringside runs out of them, go on eBay and spend too much for them. So, um, the other things that I got, it was all pre-orders. Um, pre-ordered the, ooh, um, I pre-ordered the first wave of decade of domination. Um, those all went up on Walmart the day of that announcement and I picked up uh, the whole series. Um, so that'll be cool. I think they said July for that to be shipped. I think that's what's on the website. It's either June or July. And then I also um, pre-ordered, they went up on Amazon, um, the latest wave of the DC McFarlane toys. Um, I got the Wonder Woman 84 in her regular Wonder Woman attire. Very cool. Yeah, it's a great looking figure. That's another one that we we got a chance to see in person. Yeah, the one with the the golden armor looks cool, but I want to see it in context of the movie before I get it. Yeah, that's my my hesitation as well, because I love the design of that, but I don't know what the context is. I mean, I feel like if it's if the movie's half as good as the original, then I'm going to love it um, just because the first one was so good. Um, like off the charts. Amazing. But yeah, we just, you know, I I feel like I'm going to like it and ultimately pick it up. But I kind of want to. One's good for now. Yeah. And we know, you know, having having spoken with Todd, we know that he likes to make the figures that kind of have the most kind of like toy value to them, not necessarily um, related to the amount of screen time or, or panel time that they have in comics. You know, you could you could look to the, the Batman and Superman, like mech suit figures that he, he put out in that first wave or second wave. So, you know, who knows, who knows how long that, that, um, that golden armor figure is actually in the movie. So yeah, I'm I'm staying tuned for that one because I'm I'm keeping an eye on both of them. I'm just happy that there's um you know cinematic universe figures. Yeah, definitely. Um, um yeah, the, that there's uh you know there are good DC movies. So um believe it or not, so there are definitely some uh, good figures that I would like to to pick up, and Wonder Woman's definitely at the top of the list. So. Yeah, I would be I would be all all in for either a roller skate Harley Quinn from Birds of Prey or more importantly, a confetti jacket Harley Quinn that comes with an egg sandwich. That's probably that would probably be the best. Um, Yeah, I would need the egg sandwich, though. I'll agree. I'll agree with you on that. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so I I got some things. Um, believe it or not, uh, my, my oh wait, I I'm sorry, I ordered one more thing today, or really three more. Oh things. yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, all of the um Funko WonderCon stuff was put out today. Um, their specific exclusives were put out online today. Um, a lot of the other store exclusives are kind of coming out between today and tomorrow, or I should say between last night and tomorrow, um, online. But I was able to pick up, um, again, something that I got because of FOMO from missing out the first time around. Um, the Cheshire Cat in the Mad Tea Party from, uh, you know, Disney World and Disneyland. Um, that pop ride. I wanted the Alice one. I waited too long. You can't get it anymore. So I was like, I got to get the Cheshire Cat. Um, and I also got the Ramona Flowers and Knives Chow um, sodas from Scott Pilgrim. So um, to go with the two sodas that were in the previous unboxing video the real question uncanning video <laughs> i was gonna say the real question that i, I want to ask about the uh the sodas is are we gonna get to see your floor again probably uh <laughs> it's just easier <laughs> um yeah no that was that was a fun little release that they had today that that boba fett was really hot too the um the red boba fett that sold out like in seconds yeah um i was happy to see that Stuff did sell out. Yeah, the Cheshire Cat also sold out pretty quickly. Um, and so did the. There were two Pokemon pops that sold out pretty quick too. I think it was like yeah. Eevee and and Pichu, but um, not Pikachu, Pichu. Yeah, they those sold out pretty cool or pretty quickly, and it was cool to see that because it's it's been a um, while. Miguel from Coco sold out. Captain Adam sold out. Oh shit, that's um, right. Captain Adam. I forgot Captain Adam was there. It's a cool pop. Couple sodas did too, so There were some Masters of the Universe ones, right? Um one of the Skeletors did the Skeletor that was um they called it Disco Skeletor and um Speed Racer. Oh, that's right. Speed Racer. Yeah, yeah. Um did you pick up anything else? That was it. Uh, that was it. I got some cool stuff. Um so some stuff I ordered back in the fall finally came in, actually. So I got all of the MCU Black Widow figures that I wanted, um, which all the unboxings at the time of this recording are, are all up on YouTube. Um, I got Red Guardian, um, Yelena Belova, and uh, Taskmaster from the, the, like, the regular wave. And then I opted for the deluxe Black Widow in like the white suit as opposed to the normal carded um black widow i already have a, a a really good looking um black widow in a black suit the the infinity war figure when you pop off the vest looks looks perfect and the heads are all interchangeable which are great um but these figures are super cool um they actually have some new elbow articulation um taskmaster elena belova and black widow they all have this kind of new jointed um elbow that gives you like super super extended um articulation to the point where like you can even bend it the wrong way um and make them kind of look like their arm is broken <laughs> uh but they're they're gorgeous figures the likenesses are amazing the taskmaster figure might be one of the best marvel legends figures in the mcu line period end of story it is 
the paint apps on it, the articulation, the accessories, the fact that he comes with a bow and an arrow with it, and the the bow is um, made of like a more flexible plastic, so he can actually pull the 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 the, the, um, the string back and actually knock the arrow. Uh, it, I'm very impressed, very very impressed of how what they did with those figures. And the fact that the Black Widow comes with a base um, and, and explosion effects. It's just, they really did a great job. It's a shame that we have to wait a little bit longer to see this film. Um, I know we're both very excited for it, uh, but now they pushed it back to November. So part of me was kind of hoping that we get like a, you know, a Disney Plus release. But at the same time, like, I completely understand that they, they need to, you know, they need to wait for that to be in theaters. Um, but those figures are incredible. Um, can't recommend them enough definitely check out our youtube channel uh where where i talk about them a, a little bit more at length my only real gripe with them was the fact that red guardian only came with one head um it's the unmasked david harbour head which is kind of a pain in the ass because all of the images on the box have you know his like you know soviet version of the captain america helmet on including like some of the the pieces that we've seen in the trailer and when he's fighting taskmaster in the trailer. So, you know, I have a feeling there's going to be some double dipping there, um, with a, a masked version, but you know, we'll wait and see. Uh, the other thing that I got was the vintage collection Mandalorian and Cara Dune figures, which I, you know, I, again, continuing a trend with tra- with uh, Hasbro at this point, two of probably the best vintage collection figures they've done. The likenesses, the posability, the paint apps, everything is just fantastic on them. They absolutely crushed it. Um, I, I can't believe the detail that they're pulling off in that scale at this point. It's just, it's mind boggling. Um, they're, they're gorgeous. They're, they're, they're nearly perfect. I have, I have nothing bad to say about either of them. And then I actually added to my NECA collection, Dave, um, <laughs> because did you? Because of course I need another thing to collect, right? Um, <laughs> so I, 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 since I've been home and I've been at my in my my home office area that I that I share with my wife, um, I'm looking at my display more than I I normally do, and I wanted to switch it up a little bit, and I I finally realized that like I needed a leather face. I I missed the movie maniacs leather face back in the day from the McFarlane line. And I've been looking at him aftermarket and it's just, it's just, it's, it's just more than I'm willing to pay. Although you could have had one at a decent price <sighs> at the toy show that one time, you know, that was still even a lot. That was still a lot. And I get it. I get it. I get it. But you know what? I, I have to say the NECA leather face that I picked up, unbelievable i'm so happy with it he looks great with the movie maniacs figures like he scales perfectly with them he looks incredible comes with crazy accessories that i'm never gonna pose him with (laughs) i mean he comes with like he comes like a hanging meat hook and he comes with like a series of of butcher's knives um he comes with a swappable head where he's wearing uh what's the guy's face uh from from the, the original film um, when he's wearing like the boyfriend's face when he shows up to dinner. Um, I forget his name, but yes. Yeah. That he comes with that head. Um, it's just crazy. And then two of my favorite figures growing up as a kid, I loved the, um, the alien figures. I think they were Kenner uh, that was, that was producing them. Um, 
so I picked up a, a an alien a xenomorph. Um, I got the the brown xenomorph warrior from the aliens film that comes with the the face hugger, the chest burster, the egg, and the actual like xenomorph itself. Super impressed with it. Um, it has like it's just kind of like the little details in it. Like so, like the way that the jaw and like the inside mouth extends. And the fact that like all of the bendy things, so like the tail on the actual xenomorph itself, the tail on both the chest burster and the face hugger have bendy wire in them. So like you can you can really kind of pose them in really cool ways. And I couldn't get a xenomorph and not get uh, Ripley. So I got um, Ripley in it's, it's called Bomber Jacket Ripley, but it's it's the Ripley from Aliens. And she comes with the the, you know like the awesome looking gun and NECA just crushes it on those two figures, the likenesses, the scale, the, the posability, you know, they just kind of get everything right. Um, and, and I like two, which is a, an interesting little touch on the NECA figures, which I never noticed because these are my first three NECA figures. Um, they have this thing where they, they change the type of plastic in areas that you wouldn't necessarily think to change them in. And what I mean by that is like, so like they kind of, I don't know how to put this, but they, it's like the figures kind of have underwear, um, like on the outside, but they, they have this kind of rubbery plastic underwear. So that way when you move their legs, they don't get these weird like gaps or um, they don't affect the actual posability of the joints because the, mm -hmm. the the like the softer plastic gives in those areas and it's such a cool touch you know having coming from like hasbro figures and and even mcfarland kind of like uh the liger torso yes actually very very similar to what storm did with with liger where you can't tell from a distance that it's a different type of plastic because it has the same sort of paint has the same sort of finish but when you're actually posing it you can you can feel it um and you know, they they come at a little bit of a higher price point, but you know, you get what you pay for. They're they're a little bit more detailed. They're a little bit more poseable. They're they're awesome. I'm very impressed with what they're doing. Um, now I need a Chucky, so <laughs> I'm in. Um, I I pulled that bandaid off. I'm screwed. You got me, Neca. You got me at Toy Fair when I was walking around in your booth at Toy Fair, and I I saw the stuff you have coming out because I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get a Chucky. And I'm going to say, cool. Now I have, you know, I have. Michael, uh, Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, and Chucky, and then like I'm gonna see the Ghostface when it comes out, and I'm gonna go, oh, use Ghostface too. Yeah, I was gonna get the Jasons, and then I was like, no, because then that'll be all the Freddies, and then I'll get Sam and the Michael Myers, isn't it? And I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, slippery slope because they have those. They have that separate line too with like um, the Ultimates, and that's all I would want. Yep, but but they have that that um. Halloween two uh line coming out with like Dr. Loomis and he's got like cloth goods. No, I would I would just want the regular ultimate figures. That's it. You got it. I, I would have to kind of stay narrow. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I, I opened up Pandora's box. I am not getting I am not getting Pinhead. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah. Not not doing it. Not getting Candyman. Not doing it. Not doing it. Hold me to it. Please keep me accountable. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So, uh, th those are those are my hauls. So it's it's been 
you know, I have to say the one thing being being home during all this has given me a lot more time to kind of like dive into this stuff. So like doing the unboxing videos and kind of taking more time to mess around with poses and, you know, redo shelves that, that that's been a nice little silver lining of all of this, I guess you could say. I thought you were going to say is giving you time to not go to Target and spend money yeah. or Walmart. Yeah, no online shipping. Yeah, I got that Target red card. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. Dangerous stuff. I have I have more stuff coming. I have more stuff pre-ordered. So we'll see if it gets here. Spawn, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I mean, we, we talked about it at the beginning, but, uh, you know, you, you mentioned with some of the, the wrestlers that they announced, but let's let's talk about WrestleMania, Dave. Yeah, because usually, you know, and we're not going to talk about it from the sense of it being WrestleMania and, you know, give you like a blow by blow of what happened. If you watched it, you watched it. If you didn't, you didn't. Um, But what we're going to talk about is kind of what we could see coming from it on a toy end. Um, Because I do think there were a couple of opportunities for there to be, you know, cool toys from it. Yeah, and I mean you're you're obviously much much more well versed in in the world of of wrestling figures than than I am. I am a, a, a novice. Um, I typically I typically watch uh, WrestleMania and Royal Rumble every year. That's that's about it. <laughs> um, but I, I think the two things that the the two like elephants in the room that need to be addressed are those two cinematic moments, right? Yeah, the uh, Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. And I do think that's, you know, where your opportunity for for toys comes from. Um, at least to start. Um, there were a few, as there always are, um, you know, wrestlers who got special gear made for wrestlemania i feel like everybody does um so it's definitely there are a couple choices that i looked at that and i was like i would get the toy of that um so yeah in uh in the boneyard match it was um undertaker versus aj styles in a graveyard um it was like a pseudo like like graveyard slash junkyard graveyard yeah it was it was wild. It's definitely worth watching whether you're a wrestling fan or not. Um, and cause it played out like, like a crazy action movie, which was cool. Um, but I definitely think you could see them making a figure of, of both participants. Yeah. It was like if, uh, if undertaker for sure. It was like if Michael Bay directed a soap opera. Yeah. That's the best way that I could think about it, because it was like there were explosions and like way, way more dialogue than you normally hear in a wrestling match. But it's what I kind of always imagine they, they are saying to each other when they're in the ring, but getting to hear it and seeing them kind of like fight in a in a junkyard was just it was it was bizarre, but in the, the most charming way possible. Well, speaking of which, um charming in the most bizarre way possible was the uh, Firefly Funhouse match where I think this has is open for the most toyetic things um, because you had 
they went through like John Cena's career. They went through Bray Wyatt's career. I could see them making figures for every kind of set piece that they did. Um, in like some wild box set, maybe even like it almost reminded and me. And I would buy it. Oh, a hundred percent. I might even be on the hook for something like that. It, Cause it, like if they gave me a John Cena and an NWO shirt, oh, I would buy it. Forget it. I would, I would, I would, I would own it. I would want that too. Um, it, it was just, and the thing is too, they're making like, there are three Cena's that are coming out that are awesome. And one of them was uh, one of them was in it. The, the the Yankee hat with the Yankee jersey like that. That Cena was that was WrestleMania last year. Yeah. But there's uh, there's another um, kind of earlier Cena. Um, they had, you know, day one Cena. But uh, yeah, there there's. Uh, they had day one Bray Wyatt. They had NWO Bray Wyatt like it was wild. Do you think they'd ever make the puppets? I wouldn't be shocked because like I, I so again, like outsider if they made T-shirts of them. So outsider looking in. Right. So this is this is me as somebody who like completely understands wrestling. Like I, I, I love the history of it. I've been watching the dark side of the ring on Vice. Um, I watched this having never seen. Um, Bray Wyatt wrestle as the fiend. Like this was the the first time I had ever seen like a, a match of that. Nor did you really, because I think there were three moves in the whole match. Correct. Um, <laughs> it was. I have watched it three times since <laughs> since it, since it's... it has been on, and every time I watch it, I like it more. Like I'm so impressed with what they did with it, just from the production value, and like it was great. It, it's super weird because like. So I watched I watched the the Randy Orton and Edge match and I was you know which I think Edge is also another toy opportunity like New Edge. Yeah. It was cool. But I think it would be more Royal Rumble Edge than WrestleMania Edge. Yeah. It was cool to see the two of them go at it, you know, throughout like the halls of the WWE training building, which is like you had to like adjust to the fact that there was no no crowd there was no noise there was nothing like it was that part of it was weird but then when it kind of jettisoned into these moments that were more cinematic like i I don't know like i almost i I almost hope this kind of changes the way that they do some of these things like i would love for them to do that more often because well this is this is going back to the uh you know the matt hardy deletion stuff yeah which is it's it's like the it's yeah, which I think he's doing another one with Jericho. It's it's zany, but it's it works and it, in AEW. Yeah, and it reminds me of like like you said, toyetic, which is you know it is the word for this, but it reminds me of some of those old school like Jack specific sets, like the you know we've mentioned it a couple times on the show, but like the the buried alive, the king of the iron rungs, like. Like, I feel like they haven't done and they, they have the battle packs and they do, you know, they, they have that new play set coming out. That's like an ambulance that, you know, they've done a couple here and there. Like they did a four horsemen set and they've done. But like, how awesome would it be if they put out a set of like six figures and it's three different Bray Wyatt's and three different scenes? It would be great. And I would buy it immediately. And people would people absolutely would buy it. And like you, you make it so that it's like you know six figures that you can only get in that set. 
you know, maybe you repack the the fiend, that, that new fiend elite that's coming out. Maybe maybe that's the repack. And maybe the, the elite John Cena with like the, the Yankee hat. Like they're they're your two repacks. And then the rest No, are... you'd have to do you'd have to do a green t shirt. Oh green hat. Yeah. But you could reuse the same you could reuse the same figure, just you know, produce a, a couple new accessories for it. Yeah. Um but like Man, that was just it was so cool to see them kind of go through the cinematic nature of that and kind of go back to like different, you know, defining moments in the history of of the WWE and, and even WCW. You know, like it was it was really, really cool, really, really cool. And there are so many cool toys that can come out of that. I really hope they they, you know, shift a, a focus and, and make that happen. They should they should definitely you know, strike while the iron is hot on that, as it were. Um, and I'm sure that there, you know, it's definitely got to be something that's being thought about. I, I don't see why not. Yeah, it, it makes it makes perfect sense. And and to your point, you know, aside from the cinematic stuff, there were, you know, some great alternate looks, you know, to some of the, the wrestlers throughout that, uh, throughout the, the two day yeah. event. Yeah. Um. You know, we still don't have like a kind of new haircut Bailey yet. We still don't have um, women's tag team titles. Like there are no toy women's tag team titles. Um, you know, Rhea Ripley had a a new uh, new year, which was really cool. Um, Edge, of course, like we said, um, there Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Like there are very many memorable moments that happened on the show um that you could take advantage of in in figure form i feel so here here's the big question do you make gronk a (laughs) a a basic or do you give gronk an elite figure (laughs) um (laughs) we're already getting the 24 7 title on on the new r-truth figure that's coming out so i mean ultimately it doesn't matter to do you, you know where, where do you, what do you want a, a figure of tracksuit gronk do you want it to be an elite or a, a basic i mean i it's just when when he when he jumped off of that uh the little like um scaffolding into the, the crowd of people it was that was pretty funny i i got a good laugh it, out of that it was good it was good um, but yeah, I mean, I think overall, given, given the circumstances, given what they had to operate with and, you know, kind of the down to the wire nature of it, I feel like they delivered an, an overall, like an, an entertaining WrestleMania, you know, I, I, it was fun. I enjoyed it. There were, there were things that were boring, but you know, I'm also not super invested, but it was enough, you know, where I watched parts of night one and came back for parts of night two. So yeah, I, I, and, and like, I, like I said, I'm. Now I'm kind of like in on the fiend a little bit. I I get I kind of get it. Um, more than I kind of get it, I get it. Uh, which is why I understand why so many people are excited for that that elite fiend that they they recently announced. Um, well, they they announced it right before we we saw the final figure right before WrestleMania, right? That was part of the 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 Zach and Kurt announcement. Yeah, they had, well they had announced it back at Ringside Fest a while ago. But it was just like the, um, the gray like um it was a it was a render. Yeah. Now it's the actual you're seeing the figure. And it's awesome looking. It looks and it, it looks it. incredible and it comes with the head lantern like it's it's great. Yeah. So 
I, I think an opportunity to have him in his like his like weird twisted Mr. Rogers um red sweater. That that would be great too. That's a, that's definitely another another figure. Yeah. So I mean I, I think we just need to keep an eye on what uh what Mattel and WWE have in store for us, right? Yeah. So uh, with that, Dave, I, th- I think I think we're going to we're going to wrap it up. And I always try to kind of like hit you with a, a question out of out of left field. But like we talked about WrestleMania, that's the main topic, right? So like what's the one figure you want to see out of WrestleMania? Um, it's some sort of Firefly Funhouse thing. NWO Cena for me. NWO Cena. Yeah, that would be great. That, that, that's um, the number one for me. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, that was the probably or um, day one Cena would be cool too. What did he keep repeating? I, I want ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression. If, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was super cool. Um, before before we 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 lock it up for the evening, there is one other brief announcement that I, I wanted to make, um, or that we wanted to make. Excuse me. Um, ZapCon, where we were scheduled to have our first ever live show um, in March. We still are scheduled to have our first ever live show. That's the announcement. Dave, What when are we rescheduled for? Uh, it'll be September 12th, also a Saturday. Yep, so same place. Um, it'll be at the, the Wayne PAL. If you have already purchased tickets, um, your ticket is still valid, of course. Um, if not, keep an eye on um, at ZapCon. Uh, and at Zap Comics for more information as we get closer to the date. You know, this situation is always evolving, you know, day to day. And um, as of right now, we're looking at September 12th. So hopefully, yep, we'll, hopefully we yeah, hopefully we'll see you all there. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Void where prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.